Hey guys, it's the Green Soul Goddess, and we're talking about human sexuality today, and really how our natural desires um, that are innate and primal within us have been conditioned to appear as taboo to today's society. And really getting into thinking about this because it's springtime around the world, and it's really easy for the true nature of the season to kind of get lost within this modern autopilot where we just kind of skate through without... Um, really bringing our awareness and attention to the earth, the seasons, and what we're being taught through nature. Because really, it's an observation of life around us, and our lives mirror what happens within nature. And during springtime, it's a time of creation. Um, it's the world blossoming there everything is being pollinated and it's really the most fertile time for uh, manifestation and growth and a period of rebirth because the earth is you know during this time being impregnated and shortly after new life is is birthed and nurtured Um, because you can clearly see it as it's happening everything starts to warm up as it starts to warm up the the pollens are more present and then the more pollen and warmth we get mixed with uh, the moisture, the more greenery we see, the more blooming around us. And that reflects deeply within us too. Because much like humanity, um, seeing as we are, you know, a reflection of nature and a variation of genetic makeup, (laughs) we can see this reflected within ourselves during this time. Spring arrives and, you know, some animal species um, are starting to mate, really. This is a time of creation of not only the um, rebirthing of plants and nature, but also the species getting together to um, procreate and bring about another cycle of birth and life on this world. And much like the humans, you know, it's a biological calling to, to make life, you know, alongside the earth. So this just goes back to our innate primal desires, our um, intuitive makeup, what makes us our natural mating process because human sexual desire is instinctual it is literally deeply ingrained it is a biological process that is a part of humanity (laughs) but humans really um instead of thinking about how this is important you know one of our most basic needs for survival is reproduction that humans think about sexual pleasure um really more often than we care to admit but we also think about it a little bit more in just the the pleasure arena which is absolutely just as important as the actual reproduction aspect of um sexuality but such a really natural biological process has become shameful and taboo and that's so interesting to me because we've got to this point where it's both overly sexual in this world, but then also if you talk about it, it's entirely not okay. So it's stuck between a paradox and this contradiction of sex being everything and nothing all at once, which, hey, we are living a life of polarity, so it makes sense. Because right now, it's not okay polite or proper to really discuss it at least in a healthy way that is there's plenty of perpetuation of just you know blatant sexuality and pornography in a very um 
explicit and degrading way. There are a lot of um, these taboos that have become taboo because people label them as um, being too perverse or too something to allow modern society to have it out in the open as something that is um, normalized. <laughs> okay, I wrote this down and it's very punny. Okay, kinkiness that you want to, but just be mindful of why it's there and what it says about you and if it's something that might be affecting other areas of your life as well because it's all connected and it all stems from something deeper into the subconscious. So be aware of yourself. If you're part of a discussion that's, you know, really ingraining that type of negative mindset towards women, maybe you should think about that. Just saying. But the in this entire really discussion <clears throat> surely really is in favor of the women of the world <laughs> or whomever uh, lovemaking or sexual activity is deemed immoral because there's plenty of people out there who are, quote, not allowed to be living their own lifestyles because somebody else looks at it and feels threatened and really that's the other party's problem that is the person who's making the judgments that is all their issue but you know there really has been an imbalance of power in the world really for too long um, masculinity is a dominating driver in this world right now and that really creates a little bit of separation between the sexes and helps um, really, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm sitting outside and I'm watching a lizard attack another. I can't exactly tell if they're mating or if he's being killed. Oh, oh goodness, oh, I think, I don't know what just happened. He was wagging his tail and everything was fine and then... I think the other lizard threw him off of the um, bird bath. Okay. Um, now back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> the frail... <laughs> oh no, side note, the lizard's still there. Oh, there's... Okay. They're both still alive. Oh. We'll probably be getting live commentary on this uh, throughout today's podcast because nature is cool and that just happened right in front of my face. All right. <laughs> Anyways, the frail masculine ego is really too easily threatened by the innate power of the divine feminine um, because we are the feminines, the givers of life. And literally without the divine feminine, without any feminine entities, without anyone that has a vagina... Humanity would cease to exist, literally. And of course, it takes both masculine and feminine to create life. One is the carrier and the birther of life and um, does a lot of the work, just saying. But if you notice any time like a feminist wave rises, really the backlash from men is genuinely like hostile and dangerous. It's like, women, how dare you try to become independent human beings and stand up for your right to actually exist. I know that's extreme, but in this case, we are talking about more of the extreme examples because there's every spectrum under the sun. This is just one little spotlight onto one little aspect of 
existence but this does not happen with everyone and it does not happen everywhere but it does happen or else I wouldn't be talking about it <laughs> so sometimes it can become dangerous um, because once we recognize and own our power we can really stand together in solidarity and create a new world structure that is fair balanced and healthy which greatly reflects the events that are happening in the world right now as people are stuck in quarantine with all of the um virus shenanigans that are happening around us it's a pandemic but things are happening underneath the surface and sh paradigms are shifting and changing and all of the structures of existence is being altered but for the best but it's up to us to kind of um help guide the earth into this new existence and the new new realm of being but it's the same it's our um, duty. It's our job to help bring feminism into a new era of acceptance and equality and being able to celebrate and have a comfort of living your sexual truth out loud without any fear of a retribution um, or just violence from anybody. A lot of women have a fear of displaying their sexuality to the world in a way that they will feel empowered because there's so much stigma and stereotype stuck on the area of human sexuality especially sexuality in in women and women are literally just afraid of being hurt and killed just by you know wanting to post a nude photo online for example um, I mean there's plenty of examples that you could insert here but women are a lot of the times afraid to exist because it's been uh, perpetuated over time i've side note i've realized that my uh, word of the day apparently is perpetuation so maybe you should take that on for size if it's not a word that you use very often try to use the word perpetuate in your daily vocabulary so to perpetuate is um okay in this example if I am perpetuating a stereotype, this stereotype could very easily be um, squelched or gotten rid of. But when you are allowing it to continue on and carry on with, with weight in the world and have meaning and you are allowing this stereotype to um, continue to exist in the world and you are putting your personal power behind it to continue this um, cycle of being. That is like the perpetuation of it. So perpetuation is when you are personally doing your part to um, continue whatever phenomenon in, is in question. So I guess a simplistic definition. You can obviously look it up on your on your own, but that was just off the top of my head. <clears throat> but anyways, <laughs> maybe we should do that from now on, like a word of the week. I think that would be good. For a while, I was posting like books of the week on my um, Instagram, which if you want to go visit that, it's uh, Green Soul Goddess Two Twenty Two on Instagram. But I am more active on um, Twitter, so it's Green Soul Goddess, but G O D D E S because Twitter has a character limit, and I could only um, fit the word goddess in there if I only had one S on the end. So it was a small price I was willing to pay until I have an appropriate abbreviation to Green Soul Goddess that I like the best. <laughs> Anyways, you can go follow me on there and listen to me tweet all day. If you like listening to my podcast, then I'm sure you'll enjoy my benign tweets. <laughs> okay.
But okay, anyways, yeah, anyways here. All right. So why would creating a fair, balanced, and healthy world be a problem? I mean, come on. That seems like a very obvious question. Why would it be a problem to create a healthy, accepting, non-judgmental, free world where people can exist and feel powerful and open? Huh. Really, it shouldn't be. Like, the most logical answer to that is it should not be a problem. Okay, well then, why do we keep ourselves in this old way of thinking? Because that's the way it's always been. Because the human ego wants to keep us in this cycle of harmful, degrading behavior that keeps us in a lower vibrational place and um, genuinely creates this dissonance of subservient behavior that creates a separation between classes of people, and in this case, male and female, of sexes of people. So the human ego can be very harmful. There's a part of it that is helpful for us to navigate in this world, but it really has gotten to a place where it's more um, hurtful than anything else. And if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, I pretty much mention the human ego in almost every single episode because at the core of all of the issues of pretty much existence that we could shine a light on will stem from the ego because all actions, reactions... Anything that is not innately divine, anything that is, you know, human nature comes from the ego. So it's just important to note that that is a very big catalyst of any of the um, destructive behaviors or stereotypes or anything that happens in this world. So if we can keep our own in check and we can recognize it and make friends with it, we can very easily um, get rid of majority of the problems that we have in the world but that's not easy but it's okay because like a lot of the times not everything worth having comes easy you know sometimes it does come easy but sometimes it doesn't and this is one thing that usually requires a bit of work and humans can sometimes not be willing to put in the work that it takes to um make progress and change but if you are somebody that does want to make progress and change, then you, my friend, have what it takes and you can do it because I believe in you. And if you're here listening to this still after 18 minutes of me ranting, then dear God, you have definitely got it in you. I love you. <laughs> so like I said, it should not be a problem in this world, but it is. So most men want a woman uh, to take care of them, have babies, be objects to you sexually, And like I said, side note, if that is literally you, that can be a kink. And like, if both parties are consensual and into it, go for it. But if you believe this in a way that is actually like toxic and harmful and like abusive, fuck no. And you need to do something about that. Get a therapist. want these women in their lives to basically be their mothers or um, objects to kind of almost like live-in personal secretaries in a sense (laughs) but these men uh will choose not to recognize the existence of this person like as an equal and that tends to happen you see it's like there's the man's place which runs the household and the woman's place which is to be subservient right behind the men doing every little thing that they say you know and this has been a stereotype that's been really prevalent 
for a long time these gender roles and this is something that I believe we're coming into a new era a new paradigm of existence in 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 the world and this is um something within society that really has to be looked at and changed because these gender roles that have been perpetuated over time have definitely become harmful and have deviated us against the actual true nature of the divine masculine and feminine because there are certain like roles that each plays stereotypically even just from being a divine masculine and feminine but there is a healthy way to have um, these separations of roles but then there's also the ability to know when these roles should not be separate and when um, there's you know there's always some type of equal balance between the two neither is more powerful than the other but each one does have slightly different um, job descriptions in a sense but both jobs are both equal and just as important as the other because the moment a woman really owns her power and decides to embody her sexual nature and kind of exude it confidently, she's almost immediately, like, name-called and slut-shamed and people really want to, like, knock her down. So if you have a lady that all of a sudden she's just, like, you know, a sexual tigress, she's, like, in her siren nature and just really empowered and embodying um, this really just primal sensuality within her that we all have and it's there but it just takes some time to get to know it and to um allow it the freedom to come out and play (laughs) in a sense but as soon as women do that they can be given a couple of uh names that might not be very appropriate Uh, because few people will celebrate her choices but the people who will celebrate are the gems those are the ones that we want to celebrate those are the ones that we want to kind of use as examples for us to follow behind because women who decide to if you're going to do sex work or whatever if you just want to go out and enjoy yourself absolutely hands down 100 percent okay you know i stand by that as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else do whatever you want And when it comes to, like, sexuality, yeah, there sexual, you know, nature, there's an energy that is very sacred behind it and um, I believe should be used wisely. But that being used wisely and mindfully varies from person to person in each perspective and is different for everybody. So as long as you feel that you're living your personal truth, you feel aligned, authentic, and you feel peaceful with your choices absolutely do whatever you know whatever that looks like if it just doesn't look like the picture that your mother has painted for you or that you know somebody has painted for you as what being a lady should look like screw their picture of what you should look like and go for what you know that you want to be because that's okay Absolutely, because you're taking pride in your womanhood, you know, we're cultivating that energy of recognizing our own power and being able to harness the divine feminine, the power and to really just wield it in the most mindful way that we can, because the divine feminine, when it is wholesome and healthy and strengthened and really embodied 
it's a threat to the toxic masculinity and to that structure that society has been like built around truly men think that if we you know finally embrace our nature they'll lose a game and then the prize won't be there anymore and the prize is the woman (laughs) in a sense so without seeing that if if men were to learn how to celebrate our part in life they actually might receive more rewards than they can imagine because honestly think about it if women are praised and 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 of course this is not trying to flip the current structure on its head and create the um, adverse meaning like the divine feminine would be in ultimate power and the divine masculine would be like toxically subservient no I just mean both being able to come into the middle and to recognize the power within each and to celebrate it in just honestly a celebration of humanity in, in, in general because getting to a place where a man can praise a woman for being true to herself and being ultimately powerful is beautiful and then that woman can in turn praise the man for being open and willing to praise the woman and being vulnerable and in tune with himself and healthy in a sense where he's not portraying or laying that toxic masculinity on anyone else because when both pieces are healthy, they both come together, help raise each other up. And it's like this team that is just able to not one up the other, but constantly um, empower one another and motivate each other to one up themselves naturally. So then you've got both pieces of the puzzle working together to create wholeness and this strong structure where every human being is being celebrated and allowed to um, live out their truth and to really harness that power of sensuality within themselves. Because that is a very, very um, powerful force that we have within us that is just untapped. And, you know, since when is a woman who likes sex a threat anyways? Why would it, why does she even become a threat at that point? I guess I, I'm not in tune enough to know the answer to that question. <laughs> but it's like, why would it be a bad thing to have a woman want to fuck you? Like, I don't think so. I, I think the one argument that I've heard is that if she wants it, then, like, it makes the man want it less. Because, um, I guess men want to go after things that they feel like is a challenge or a game to get but then think about that from another perspective it's like oh she wants nothing to do with me I must try harder because that's just so predatory you know but I understand there's a the thrill of the chase which um you know that is a very innate thing um amongst really all animal kingdoms anyways there is always some type of um thrill to that chase and even when it comes to the mating process when you look at most um species there is some type of power dynamic that is introduced to the mating process um but usually it's that the the man is trying extra hard to impress the female so that she gives him the chance to mate with her so in the animal kingdom a lot of the times it's it's like being able to have sex with the the woman is a privilege that they've earned (laughs) but hey not all of them just some of them mainly birds 
think most of the ones that I've um, observed, not really in person, but mainly from just like television um, nature documentaries, but it seems that way. A lot of the women are, I guess, impressed in a sense, or they're being courted, which should, I guess, kind of translate to chivalry in a sense, but Yes, I am trying to make broad generalizations between birds and humans. But we all do share so much because we're all connected at the core. But that's all about perspective. Of course, we could sit here and try to rationalize that and analyze it for a while. But we'll continue on. Okay, so. See, I even wrote this down. It was like, I knew it. I didn't even look at it, but I knew it. Because... Okay, why would it be a bad thing to have a woman want to have sex with you? Because then the games wouldn't be played to their liking. Because for a lot of men, it is all about the thrill of the chase, the illusion, the game. It's like winning something. It's feeling victorious. Which, like, understood. Because that is a very big driving force in a lot of things that people do. They want to achieve goals for that sense of victory and achievement. Of course. But... The illusion of the chaste good girl would also be shattered. There's really the subconscious desire for non-consensual sex um, that really no longer gets to feel its needs. And so there are a lot of subconscious things within that don't get, um, I guess, fulfilled when you have something come to you a little too easy, I guess. But that, again, too, is kind of a toxic perspective that well we could sit here and debate on it but that's just something to be a little bit mindful about what is your motivation what are your intentions that's very important even just for living a human life remember karma is real so whatever you put out there you're gonna get back because on the flip side Um, women aren't as ready to embrace their true desires or the, quote, inner slut because it might threaten her ego and carefully crafted and curated public image and reputation. Because society has created so many double-edged swords that she's supposed to be the slut and the housewife, like, the prude and the whore, like, we're supposed to be playing so many different roles, and that's the thing, too, is we're seen to be playing so many roles for other people. And that's kind of what this boils down to is that women have been taught to play this role that fulfills male desire instead of living her life to fulfill her own inner desires and to not fulfill anybody's roles except for what she feels is authentic to herself. And a lot of the times that's where this whole the sexuality thing gets really likely to accept this within themselves because we've been taught for so long that if a woman enjoys sex and displays that and talks about it or um, really does anything involving a sexual nature, then she is deemed a bad girl or so many other little labels that you could put on somebody who just genuinely enjoys her sexual nature. And so we've been taught to suppress that because that if we recognize or accept those desires within ourselves, then it's just wrong. And it's not. It's really not. It's not. But we've taught ourselves that we have to appear to be a certain type of way or else it's bad. 
But right now, right here, we're going forward. We're shattering these stereotypes. We are creating new ideas. We are literally coming into a new paradigm of existence. And we are changing the way we think about ourselves and others and the way gender roles are portrayed in society. Just the expectations, the shoulds, the have-nots. And I'm just going to say all of that is bullshit and does not matter any longer. And it's been a while since I've kind of given into thinking about them seriously or actually living within that um, structure. And thank God I'm out of that. But there are plenty of people who have not, um, are not even aware that there's any other way to live except for within the paradigms. So part of what we're here for is to show people that there are alternate ways to live, that you should question society, question your beliefs, question everything that's around you, and question why we do the things that we do. What about our behaviors actually serve us for the future and what is not working any longer? What can we change to bring about a more harmonious, cohesive future where we are actually living within connection? And that's just, that's connection within ourselves, connection to our higher power, connection to each other, living a life that is literally based on, on love. And this totally applies with this because sex and love, the energies are very closely related. I mean, it's a very important thing to be mindful of within yourself. So if anything, I hope this today just kind of stirred up a couple of questions, started to make you think about why society is the way it is and where we can go from here. Because there are so many possibilities for the future and there's so much more healthiness. Healthiness? Things are getting better and it's up to us to get it there. No matter what effort you put into, every small effort grows and culminates into a bigger effort so if you just do your part to you know stop perpetuating negative stereotypes stop um creating distance between us live a life of love man okay and if you like sex just like do it just like be safe and whatever that means to you that doesn't have to mean protection it could but like just make sure you're safe and that you're whoever, whomever is with you is safe as well. That's basically all that, that matters is that you feel accepted and comfortable and that whatever activities you're doing are helping your soul grow and helping you as a person feel more connected to yourself, the universe, and whomever you're sharing this energy with. Because sexual activity creates cords between people and connections. Even if you can't see them, it's there. So just be mindful of that. And yeah, do you. Be slutty if you want. Nothing wrong with that. Thanks for listening, though. Um, we're going to be back with a part two, going a little bit more in depth about this. I didn't want to give you too much, but yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. Sex is fun to talk about, and we will probably be doing a good bit of that from now on, at least for a while. I'm coming out with a couple of new series, and we're just, we're getting real sexual because I'm really wanting to talk about more of the things that have been deemed taboo because it's time to bust the fucking doors off of everything. So, yeah. I hope you have a good day. Uh, if you're still in quarantine listening to this, because... I really don't know what day it is. I think it's Monday the 6th or something like that. But I hope you have a great day. Be mindful. Deep breathing. 
some sun some time in the sunshine lots of water and hydration healthy eating well semi-healthy eating it's okay if you eat snacks don't be so hard on yourself everybody's gonna gain a little bit of weight right now probably anyway so you're fine don't be too paranoid about it anyways yeah do your part to help raise the elevation or to yeah just elevate humanity because we're all ascending to some brand new heights and let's all be here for each other because i love you and you should love your other fellow humans too but have a good day bye god i said it like i was getting off the phone didn't i okay um i'll, I'll talk to you later bye <laughs>